Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Keith Cheggers podcast. This is episode five, which um, for me is week 10 of my pregnancy. <clears throat> and I'm here with my, I'm Hannah Norris and this is my husband. Hello. What's your name? Carl Donnelly. Yeah, Carl Donnelly. That's my husband. And we're here with a guest this week, um, which is very exciting. She is a performance artist, writer... Um, workshop leader, amazing woman. True. Her name is Bryony Kimmings. Hello. Hi, how Welcome are you? to my home, my kitchen. Yeah. I'm here, here with my husband, these two chocolate buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and your son, Frank, in the background, who we've got watching telly. What's he watching? Just make a wee three. Quality. Best of the trilogy. <laughs> Trilogy. <laughs> I've never really thought of it as a trilogy, but yeah, the best of the trilogy. <laughs> True. Yes, yeah, so um, and this podcast um, I was just explaining to Bryony before is about pregnancy because that's what's happening in my life right now. And Bryony in your womb right now. Yeah, in my womb, in my body, in my world. Um, and Bryony has been pregnant before. True. Because we have a we have a child here. Um, and I was remembering the other day that we were in Adelaide together and I had to look out to see if you got your period oh my god you remember that you were in the front row we were in a tiny little tent in no like a little I don't know what they're called actually like yeah. a little circus tent yeah in the Spiegel garden weren't we and then I was like I'm definitely going to be getting my period soon so just be careful when I do that bit where I bend over when there's not I've got hardly any knickers on yeah check if there's any blood and then I was like the next I think I told you the day when I was like you don't need to check for blood anymore Hannah yeah <laughs> I've done a period I <laughs> know I've done a Pregnancy test. Yeah. And I'm out the duff. Yeah, it was happening. Yeah, weird. Which is which is cool. And then I was remembering as well, because being in Melbourne at the same time and that you were doing your show there and I was working, so I didn't see you that much, but I kind of remember you being tired. Oh, my God. And a bit... So tired and so sick. Yeah. Were you throwing up or what was... No, I of... never... I, didn't th- I don't think I threw up once. Yeah. I felt so tired that I was probably able to get up about four o'clock on a show day, go and just try not to puke for ages. A lovely lady that was working at Theatre Works at the time was giving me a packet of saltine crackers and a can of fizzy orange, and that was what I could eat that day. That's all I could get down. Yeah. Salt and sugar, she said, they're the two things that will keep you from puking. Go on stage, do a show, shake everyone's hands, and then go back to the hotel, which was like two doors down, and just sleep. And then I just repeated it for two weeks. Yeah. And then we had our dream holiday booked in Sydney, and I just spent the whole time in bed. It's because it's so like I, I kind of knew that was happening, but not sort of having not really engaging with that until it's happening to me now going, oh, shit, I'm so tired all the time and I feel mm. sick. Not really understanding that that's what well, happens. It, I don't, yeah, it's hard to, to ever fully understand it until you're in it. But like it's like Wendy, Wendy Wason said uh, last week that it felt like having a hangover for 
a month or two. Yeah, just lethargy and also super, I mean, I was super emotional. Like, I was away from my mum and I think I always thought when I got, pro- when we were trying for a baby, it wasn't that I was um, yeah. shocked or anything. We were trying, but I was a bit like, why am I doing this when I, I should be at my mum's house, like hibernating with my sisters, you know, like it felt really like primal. Like, and I, I remember Tim, me just being like, get away from me, don't sleep in the same bed. I was like a little like cat. I was like, get away. Yeah. Lottie was there, wasn't she? Did no. She wasn't there that time. It was just me and Tim. Oh. Tim was just like, whoa, what? So a monster's taken my girlfriend. <laughs> and I was just like, go away! I was so angry and gross. And yeah, like, I remember, I can't even like, there's one place actually in Melbourne on St Kilda Road where the, it's, a, it's a vegan place. Actually, you guys probably know it. It's like on the corner and it does lovely food. But I, even this time I went recently i can't even walk past it even the look of the sign makes me feel like i'm gonna puke yeah that's what happens whenever i open the fridge right now i have a little everything smells so much more oh, i made such a mistake earlier on do you remember i tried to show you a funny twitter thing which was uh it's called jakey tees it's a scottish uh twitter feed where She's they put really bad like dinners so it's no, people that, no. and, no, I, and I, I was like oh, this is funny i went to show hannah and instantly regretted it i was like, i'm sorry I, I can't be showing you this right now I'm sitting there thinking it was funny watching somebody put mac and cheese in a baguette uh, and, <laughs> and Hannah's and I just totally forgot <laughs> yeah I forgot, I'm just now remembering how it all felt like you don't even really think about it afterwards yeah that's what, a strange experience though yeah well that's that's that thing that's why I wanted to talk to other people about what their experiences were like as well because I only know it from me and little bits that you can read or yeah find out about but knowing that everyone else everyone has something different and it experiences it in yeah. their own in their own way in their bodies like yesterday I had I was sick yesterday and I I was the whole day I was like I wasn't sure if I'd just got a bug a 24-hour bug or it was a full-on morning sickness day but I was in bed couldn't you know my body was so heavy I didn't end up being sick but it was just an intense you do you know sent, do you, you know what it is I don't know what it is I, well obviously you're growing another human so yeah. it must take a lot of your energy i suppose yeah i think so and i know like this the first trimester is when the most growth happens Oh, okay so that's like yeah the most intense from kind of going from a cell into the size that it grows to which i think right now is the kumquat is what oh yeah it's very it's always fruit based well you can choose on the app there's an app you can choose different like you can choose um 80s like technologies oh it's a game boy it's a sega mega drive it's like i like that one um I I just felt very sad all the time. Did you? Yeah. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, it was weird. Tim was like, "Yay!" And I was like, "This, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life." But it was something you it wanted wa- as it well. It was something yeah. I totally wanted, but I was yeah. just like, "Why?" I just felt completely lost straight away. I was just like, "I don't know who I am anymore. What am I meant to do with this now?" Yeah. I mean, I didn't tell anyone at all. I just spent the whole pregnancy just going. I love. In fact, that's not true. In tandem of being like, "Oh my god, I'm having a baby. I'm so excited," was also like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah that's that's interesting to know like I I'm really like feel those moments where I'm kind of touching my stomach and aware of it happening in my body and then sometimes I'm like completely forget that that's yeah Are you that's in going there? on right now yeah because that's sort of being disconnected but with the hormones and the emotions I've been pretty steady that's but good. with IVF been having to take progesterone oh wow which is so from the whole like you do all these injections and stuff and then when you actually get pregnant then I was on proge- progesterone injections at first which Carl had to 
injected the bar. Injected my own progesterone. I'm trying to think of what that it's is. A, it's like the pregnancy hormone, basically. Does it make you feel anything? Well, I think I I've been fine. Like it hasn't. I've been quite steady. Yeah. Um, and then I was taking estrogen tablets as well because I think when they extract the eggs, they can extract the thing that makes progesterone. So they just right, right, wow. boost you up oh. with it to make sure that you it's because it's needed. Um, but the at the moment I have to. to <laughs> But I'm still having to take progesterone, which I have to do for 12 weeks. And right now I have to take it as pessaries. Oh, gross. Frank, which maybe is... don't be so noisy. <laughs> don't be so noisy. Stop playing. I'm only joking. Sorry, do what you like. I'm joking. He's we are recording well a behaved. podcast, so unprofessional. <laughs> but the pests, so the pessaries. Um, they're vaginal. I yep. have to take two at night time and two in the morning. Wow. And There's like an applicator you have to put up. Oh, yeah, a bit like when you have canniston pessaries. Yeah. Not yeah. that I've ever had thrush. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <think> everyone has. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you've just reminded me of something really awful. What's oh, that? I had it awful. Actually, I had a terrible pregnancy. Yeah. Not even, I wasn't sick, though, but I was. Um, I got genital warts, yeah. which you which you can be a carrier of, just from shagging. Well, HPV, and everyone has yeah. that. Do they have, yeah, pr- pretty much everyone has it, don't yeah. they? Because it's like sort of everyone in London's had sex with everyone else. Um, but I've never actually had it. And then, like, they said, oh... I said, oh, I'm really got really itchy fanny for it the whole time. And I was like, God, I must just constantly have thrush. Yeah. And I went to my midwife and she was like, let's have a look. And then she was like, no, you've got genital warts. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and I was like, Tim, have you shagged anyone? And he was like, no, no, of course not. And she was like, oh, no, you can be a carrier. And with all those hormones that you've got in your body, yeah. you can get it. And another friend of mine, I called her and she said, oh, yeah, I had that. And then the day after I gave birth to him, they went. Yeah, right. But they were there for most, how long? It was but- so itchy. I couldn't believe it. I just basically spent my time just like, like wiggling on. That was bad. What else happened to me? Oh my god, I had this drip. No, this won't happen to you. I had this um nasal drip problem. Like I had this, oh my god, I can remember it. Like it got so bad, my sinuses got so blocked, and it smelt so bad. That's so gross, but that's what happened. That Tim and I used to have to kiss in the show, and once I kissed him and he nearly puked oh, no. in the show. And he was just like, Don't kiss me next time. Like, From please. the smell of from the what was smell of nose. my rotten nasal passages. <laughs> you know when people are like, are like, oh, um, such a beautiful time. Yeah. It's fucking not. It's <laughs> awful. The mucus plug falling out in your knickers is horrible. Like everything's just, it's fine. What's but that it's just, mucus plug? When you're about to give birth. Yeah. And your waters may or may not break. Yeah. There's a, if you think that in, obviously you, st- when it get, you get really big, you've got like a eight pound, nine pound baby in there. Mm. There's, you, you develop this plug in your cervix mm. and it sort of basically like seals it up like a like a think of it like a cheese <laughs> yeah you know like you're sealing it up yeah you yeah. it fresh well when it's ready the baby's ready to come out the mucus plug softens and goes into your knickers and it's fucking rank it's like just, someone's like snotted into your knickers a huge a huge not huge just uh, a little bit of sort of mucus. mucus and blood and then i had the lovely experience of my waters breaking which i absolutely loved actually what what was that like? Well, I I hypnobirthed. You yes. know that, don't you? So for because yeah. my anxiety got really bad, and I was like struggling to just. I was really worried about birth, and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. And my mum's super hippie, and she pushed us all out with a paracetamol. You know, she's yeah. You're right. Just saying, mummy. Okay, that's good kneeling. Well done. I like that. <laughs> Frank has physio, so he has to do all these things. So oh, that's, good. that's really good kneeling. 
You've eaten some sweets, I know. <laughs> well done. Um, well done. Uh, yeah, so I was meditating a lot in that last couple of months just mm. to try and get my anxiety down. It really helped. And I, and I also had a really nice NCT one-to-one with a friend of mine who's a midwife who, you know, explained it all to me. And I, like, and I love knowing all the sciencey stuff. Yeah. So I, I, it was, I was felt totally fine after that. And I really enjoyed my evening and morning meditation. So I just had a glass of mulled wine because we've been to the fireworks. I lay down in the bed. I was huge by that point. I mean, Frank was a nine pound baby anyway with a mm. gigantic head. But um, I lay in bed, just finished my meditation, was just drifting off to sleep. And then this like amazingly warm feeling like, I'd, well, like pissing yourself, but yeah. not knowing that you've, so not like deciding to piss yourself, just like the feeling of warm loads. And I was like, oh. Oh, and then it made me so happy because I was like, he's coming. Like, it yeah. was so nice. It was really gentle. Most of the most of my birth experience, you know this already, was really lovely. Yeah. I, and once I'd got into hypnobirthing, I felt like I had sorted out a lot of my pregnancy stuff. Yeah. You know, my anxiety. Because um, I've read a book recently called Give Birth Like a Feminist. Oh, wow. By this woman, Millie Hill, who's a journalist. But That might um, be the most annoying title that I've ever heard of. Yeah, I, I really wasn't attracted to the title at all. I, I hate the on sound the of this book. But it's, it's a lot about the way that we are scared of birth yeah, and kind of yeah. the images we get shown of it and the way that we don't necessarily feel in, in control to ask for certain things yeah. or have feminism in the birth room yeah. at all, really. Which is weird because all the women that are midwives are probably feminists yeah yeah I'd have it at home if I were you Han that's I mean, that's it's been mooted hasn't it we were talking I mean we were joking because we've got Hannah bought me a hot tub for Christmas two years ago and we've joked about you? using the you using the garden you? I looked at God. <laughs> Hang on, when are you due? June. June. It did it. In, the, in the garden. Prosecco. I just got to tell the neighbours. Yeah. Tell the neighbours it's happening. Turn the music up really loud is what I said. Try and drown out any... Our, next, our upstairs neighbours are DJs. Yeah. We'll get them to DJ the whole thing. I don't think... Yeah, just loads of baby songs. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you'll scream. I didn't scream. I don't no. remember screaming. Everyone has a different experience. Except hypnobirthing as well. I think yeah. you'd, to be honest, really love hypnobirthing because it's so... the they've all of the language has changed. So instead of saying a contraction, which means, you know, like obviously sucking into something, so clamping down, it's called a surge. So ah. you, and the language that they use to talk to you and the dad gets lots of work to do as well. There's certain specific types of massage and there's lots of breathing techniques and visualisations that you can both do together. Yeah. And me and Tim loved it. Yeah. And we're not particularly hippie like you two. Yeah, yes. it's true. Actually, we're going to go... Yeah, I you're going to go full I'm crystal gonna healing I'm going to end up wearing bar. like a shaman outfit and stuff. Yeah. You'll be carrying the placenta around. Oh, I'll name <laughs> it. And then eat something. it. I'll That's eat the placenta. something. A woman... Oh, God, I've seen it on something. It's called lotus birthing. <laughs> I thought I made keep, it up. You keep the... You keep the um, umbilical cord and the placenta attached to your child until it naturally falls oh, away. Yeah. And so you carry it... You, <laughs> you um you cut you because obviously that's a bit of basically of like liver you know it's a yeah. massive piece of meat basically yeah. and it must be rank so um they put salt on it and they kind of cure it yeah and they carry it around in a bag oh. attached to the baby until it breaks off and then they eat it i mean eat it. I'm, up, I'm up for it <laughs> i'll bet you are <laughs> carrying around loads it's of vegan meat. that'd be the first bit of meat i've eaten in seven <laughs> yeah, years it's true my friend zainab did uh, she she did um, make one shake out of a bit of her placenta, and she said it was really great. When on, on those first few days, when you're feeling really knackered and exhausted, yeah. and you've lost a lot of minerals, and you know you're rebalancing and stuff, she said it actually it made her feel like she was on drugs. She was like, wow. And I guess it's a sort of a gesture towards that as well, just having a little bit, like a little bit of 
Superpower placenta. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I've seen a placenta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, seen, I think I've seen one of Like at rank. school, I think we had to watch the the film. You know that sort of during sex education. I've Did never, you know? No, I've never. Have we watched it? Watched watched I've got some really good. Um, oh, I don't know if you'd want to watch them. I watched them beforehand, and I really enjoyed them. They are positive birthing, hypnobirthing videos. Yeah. Of people giving birth without even really making any sounds and just sitting and having a nice time. Like how, it, it's painful, but how, it's not. How long, I was going to say that like, with the hypnobirthing, how, what part of pregnancy do you have to start learning the techniques? I, I started it quite late, so I had uh, nine weeks left, mm-hmm. but you could start whenever. And it really is just a mantra of things that you say, and I had a couple of classes. But I don't like to be in group situations, so I just had one-to-one. We were, Wendy Wason, who we spoke to last week, talked about this thing called haptonomy. Have you heard about that? No. Turns out it's a French thing uh, as well. I love the French. Um, but it's like a, it's a way of, you, you, through touch and through caring touch throughout your pregnancy, that the baby can respond to things. So like from tapping, that it'll move. And it's about do, birthing and being together with your baby that you're kind of, and for Frank. the partner. Too noisy. A little bit too noisy. <laughs> can't really stop him from being noisy. No, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's that's what I said as well. Like it's, needs. But it's also, <laughs> you're a mum, you have a yeah. son. <laughs> we, we're talking to people who have children. He not so. what we're doing either, to be honest. No, well, it must look you. weird. Just suddenly all the grown-ups going to sit weird, talking into a big <laughs> yeah. hairy thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but this haptom, haptonomy thing. The thing is, though, right... That's lovely, mm. but when a baby comes out, it's clueless. It has, for me, it has no response to anything. It can't even see. It doesn't do anything. It just it spasmodically moves for like three, four weeks until it can even get control over it. I think arms. this is before you, but so yeah. Like, so then, how would it know anything if it doesn't know anything when it's born? That it responds to, you know, like it responds to touch on the belly and. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. I'm not an expert on it yet, and I've discovered there's no books about it. You can only do no books in English anyway. There's only French. You just got to talk to Wendy Wayson. That's what you got to do. Just got to poke your baby. It'll poke you back. Yeah, you poke it in a certain way, and then it comes out because you, you because you've done it together. That's. All I mean, I, know I did about talk it. to him a lot, and yeah. you know, like tell myself that I was going. Yes, mate. He's on a car. What's that, darling? You want some sand? Okay, you two talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna get out. He's driving a cool car. He's <laughs> gonna get some sand. I'm gonna get some I sand. Know sand <laughs> um, so, hi, Carl. Hi, Hannah. <laughs> How are you feeling now? You were, you were a bit sick earlier. Right? I was very sick yesterday. What have you eaten? I didn't know today? if we were gonna be able to do this podcast. I know. We were almost proper lying had down. to cancel it. Yeah. Um, what have I eaten? I can tell today? the listeners about. You sent me a photo of your dinner yesterday. Lunch, it was lunch. Oh, lunch. I was in Brighton and uh, you sent me a, what was a small plate? Yep. With a kiwi? Yep. And a Amiga free tablet? Yep. And that was a all you could. That was all you could manage. Yeah, it was very, it was very good stuff. Yeah. Which and I'm really, I've been really into kiwi fruits, I yeah. was saying before. And then you said you really found out. That yeah, they're high in folate. There you go. I just thought they were high in vitamin C and that's what I was. Your body's telling you we need some kiwis. Loads of And you've been then eating Rebecca, kiwis and, and corn thins. Yeah. But then Rebecca asked me how many kiwis she thought I'd eaten this week. How many do you think I've eaten? Oh, I would say over 15. Yeah, I think so. I, I like, reckon you've averaged three a day. More than, yeah, four a day, I'd say. Oh, so yeah, you're probably on 20. 28, yeah. 20, 28 kiwi fruits a yeah, week. Yeah, that is 
I mean, it's insane, really. <laughs> We're just talking about Hannah's uh, weird cravings. She's eaten. We reckon she's it's eaten. Not cra- it's not Knocking on 30 kiwis this week. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it turns out they're full of, what is it? Folate. Folate. There was another person on this funny pregnancy program that I watched, one that carried her placenta around, and the other one <laughs> ate so much fruit. Yeah. Like, I mean, like shelves upon shelves of smoothie down fruit, and that's all she ate for the whole pregnancy. Wow. It's a weird program, actually. What do you remember? What it was? No, I just remember being on Channel Four and watching it when I was pregnant. Yeah, just being like, I'm not going to watch that again. We watched that little show on babies that the other week, fun. didn't we? There was a BBC one, just about them learning, kind of as they're growing, sort of age two and things like that. Mm. It's a, I've I've gone mad. I've like literally in ten weeks, <laughs> I've watched baby programs. I've read about four parenting books. I know, when I said, how are you, Hannah? He went, well, she's actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's oh, a bit God. sick yesterday. My head's gone, my head's gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a dad, that's why. I know. And also, I... you guys have been waiting, haven't you? So it's slightly different, yeah. I think, when it's but a bit I more precious than thought, most. I thought I'd be much more sort of chill. Just, just let it be, man. And then ended up, just ordered 50,000 books. Oh. It's okay, it's the unknown. Yeah. To be honest... I know it sounds cliched and stupid, but nothing will prepare you and you'll totally know how to do it. Like, yeah, it's sort of, and that's the thing I think that that, that, that sort of feminist discourse around of pregnancy and birth is, is actually if you surrender to these things and you try not to, and you try to relax in the situations that you find yourself in when it comes to contractions, birth, anything, then your body actually, even if you were in a coma, would birth the baby. Yeah. It's the muscles doing it, not your brain. Yeah. So if your brain's getting in the way of that, then it's not um, it's not a helpful tool. So if you there's ways in which you can learn, and people that you can have with you, like doulas and stuff, who can keep the brain out of it because it's nothing to do with the brain. Yeah, yeah, not a, not at all. But that's so often what we what we get shown in those images and those yeah those ideas of what it is. Which is uh, when we we got discharged from IVF two weeks ago, and that was the thing straight away. They're like, so where do you want to give birth? And I, it felt so funny to just have been like, okay, we're just pregnant. Yeah, going, yeah. Where are you going to yeah. have this baby? And What's it, your midwife like? We've just, we had one appointment and we're going to a different place next time. Oh. So, but I really liked the woman we saw I last. I but she was pregnant herself. Last week, so yeah. she's going to be out of the picture for a while. So you won't see her again. No, but she, she said that other place is nice as well. So we'll see. We'll see what, what it's like there. Did you like your midwife? Did you end up Mine changing? swapped a lot. Right. And I and I and uh, I liked my birthing midwives. I had two lovely midwives. Mm. Um, so you, you gave birth in a birth centre or a hospital? Birth centre. Yeah. But then because I'd had such a huge tear, I had to go down to the hospital to get stitched up. So the, they were the birth centre was in the hospital. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, I walked in, it went straight into a room that was called the Beyonce room, which was amazing. It was Beyonce. <laughs> Christina and Brittany, I think, yeah. something like that. And um, it was all colour therapy, and they asked me what my birthing colour was, and I put that in there, and then Tim played loads of my hypnobirthing music for the whole time. It was in mm. water, gave birth to water. It was lovely. Yeah. I had a little bit of gas in there when it was a bit, you know, getting to the end of being dilated, and then I didn't know. They, some women have the gas in there while having the baby, but they said once it gets to the... To the baby coming out phase so said don't, don't do it you need, you need to be able to focus yeah and it's quite you know it's basically laughing gas so it's like whoa <laughs> the woman said to me what what do you do for a job and i went i'm a prostitute <laughs> <laughs> she was like oh my god she was like she's not she's not and she would say sex worker yeah anyway. exactly yeah <laughs> and she would normally say sex worker. <laughs> 
I'm Mark Haynes, and for the last 32 years, I've been a fan of professional wrestling. My friend Pete Donaldson from the Football Ramble, he hasn't. But in our podcast, Wrestle Me, the two of us subject the greatest spectacle in sports entertainment, WrestleMania, to the kind of rigorous scrutiny that ruins it entirely. GQ called Wrestle Me enrapturing. Shortlist said it's beautiful, and it's a hit with common people too, with well over 400 five-star reviews on iTunes. Wrestle Me, available from all good podcast providers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Through, the, through your pregnancy, because obviously... There was some trauma after Frank was born after, and he got yeah. sick. During the pregnancy, was there any, did you have any scares or anything? Or no. was it pretty just Not normal all. Not all the way through? Uh, no, it was a very normal pregnancy yeah. and very normal birth, actually. So no, it's, I think, genetic or if they don't know exactly what it is yet. But no, I had, the only thing I'd had is I'd, I went on a massive bender, mm. like before I knew I was pregnant. Yeah. And I did MDMA and I drank loads of alcohol and I, you know, one of those nights where you don't go to sleep. Yeah. And when I came back to the UK, I told my midwife that and she was like, oh, you're going to have to go to an addiction kind of counselling service. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So I went there for like one session. Yeah. Which was very stressful, embarrassing for me because it was full of heroin addicts. Yeah. And poor them, but like I was also a bit like I shouldn't be here. And then the the, um, the doctor was like, "Just go home." Yeah, middle class lady, just go home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, good." I said, like, like, "If I'd known I was pregnant, I wouldn't have got so high." Yeah. And then when Frank got ill, I was like, "God, is that all that MDMA I took?" And then the doctor said, "No, no way. It's nothing to do with that." But that I think most people I've spoken to, maybe that weren't in IVF, yeah, have had like have. You know, another friend of mine said she went on like a four-day bender in Ibiza and then she was like, shit, I'm pregnant, you know. Yeah, I remember your friend, I remember Sam and Niall, Sam saying that they'd, you know, just been drinking yeah. <clears throat> drinking loads and kind of going on normal life. Nice. But that's like, I think for me over the last, because <clears throat> I remember as well when you got pregnant, that at that time we were talking about it because I think I'd said to Carl back then, I was like, I want to have a baby yeah. one day. Yeah. And so yeah, we yeah, started yeah, being yeah. less cautious yeah, about yeah. that. Um, but that was four four years ago. So Shit. it's kind of been, you know, we, we like we never really say that we were trying, but we weren't. Weren't not, not trying. Not trying. Yeah, yeah. And, but through that time, definitely, I've had periods where I've been trying not to drink because I'm like, shouldn't be drinking in case something happens. I don't want to yeah. jeopardize that. And then going, oh, fuck it. And yeah. Going through that whole. Yeah, because you weren't drinking when I saw you at my show. <clears throat> No. And I thought you were pregnant. No. Nah. You just try not to drink. And also, if you're doing IVF, you can't drink. Is that true? 
Yeah, but we like the IVF was only from the end of August. Wow. Yeah. So in in Edinburgh, I was like, I'm not going to drink in Edinburgh. But then I drank for the first two weeks, and then I stopped just before having yeah. to start taking the tablets, which is like preparation. Off. <laughs> there's, there's like eight weeks of preparation on tablets before you did. We did any. Was it painful, Han? No. Nothing about it was painful. No. Not the egg extraction. No. Were you under? Egg, egg, egg extraction, you're sedated. Oh, fine. Um, and the keyhole? I think... Or up in. I think it's it up and in and it's a needle and, and they Jesus just suck Christ them out. Jesus Christ alive, what the fuck? And then um, when they put them back in, it's just like having a pap smear. They just... You're Shoo. just there and they like shoot them up and they're like, okay, they're in there now. And they literally like... like it's, it's Did you have to load mad. the legs in the air? Yeah. And they go to the next room. <laughs> and they sh- First they show you them on the screen. They show the embryos. Then they go to the next room. And like when they're ready, they shout through to like the... You can see the lab ready and a guy runs over with... Like, the thing, like, oh my god, how big were they? They're tight, they're cells. They're tight. cells. Yeah. yeah, we got a picture of it's them. like it's, it's That's magic. so cute and brilliant. And that thing with the science because I love I loved doing it that way that I understood everything that was happening, you know, as, as the process went along. I'm like, this has happened now, and then this has happened now, yeah, yeah, and this is where I'm at. So, I think as well with being suddenly when pregnant and discharged from it all and going, oh, what. So weird. What because is I'm this now? about thinking about Dean and I thinking about getting pregnant again, and he and I'm just like it's such a different thought now. It's just like oh, I can't wait to be pregnant, you know. Like and mm. I rem- and I was thinking the other day because I saw this tiny baby. I was like, oh, I remember having Frank when he was so tiny, and I want that again. And and then the feeling of him moving and how lovely that was, and talking to him and all of that. Like, it, but at the time, it felt very scary. You know, all of those things were like, is this right? Is this normal? Like, hasn't moved in a couple of days. This time, I'll just be like, fuck it, I'm going to the gym, you know, or I'm going on a bike. And yeah. at the time, I was like, whoa, it will never be the same. The first pregnancy is always the yeah. most scary, I suppose. But you also, you performed up until eight working. and a half months pregnant. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah stupid i won't do that again i've got a plan of like taking a lot a lot of time off yeah just because i also like stress myself out i went back to work after three months and then he got ill and i just had the most literally the most stressful time and actually like i i really regret it because i wish i'd enjoyed my pregnancy more like relaxed more had more time with him but yeah you can't yeah do you try to make money as well really yeah because that's that you know that I have been t- t- taking time definitely, which at first I found quite challenging, being used to being really busy and doing a million different things, mm. and then kind of mentioning it to, to a friend of mine, and she was like, "Oh my god, if you can be uh, kind of have free time at the moment and not be busy, take that time, especially yeah. if you're going to have a child soon, because how that will change your life, yeah, yeah. changes your life. The sort of the sort of time you get to yourself is really different." Yeah. It is. I mean, to be honest, I'm just getting a bit. Yep. Just from right by this microphone. (laughs) I've got a really annoying cough, sorry. Um, Sorry, Basically, I found that the first bit of it was... Hang on. We need a a, beer. Getting a bottle opener. Um, It's actually a can opener, guys. See how this goes. Hmm. Basically, um... I, what was I saying? Sorry, I'm an alcoholic, so I have to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Um, wait. Yeah, waiting. <laughs> this is a really annoying part of the podcast. Um, yeah, basically, I remember it being like, oh, my God, it's going to be nuts. And everyone was like, it's going to be mental. And then, like, for the first 10 weeks, it's like, 
having a little like cuddly toy. I mean, I had a very placid baby, actually, that's not true. Tom and his wife had a baby that didn't stop crying for the entire time. Oh. So they were literally just pu- like pulling out their hair. Yeah. Me, it was like every two hours, he'd be like, he'd just go, Mah. and I'd be like, get on this tit. Yeah. You know, and then I started pumping as well because I wanted to go and rehearse and stuff. Was, I remember it being like, I mean, I was stressed, but it's fucking way worse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like now you have to be like, don't fall off that top of that wall. <laughs> don't put that knife near your mouth. You know, yeah. Like kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm looking forward to being pregnant again. Yeah. I hope I get pregnant. We'll see. And do you think some of that um, was about kind of your age or where you were in your career did any of that have anything to do with you going I don't know like how you felt about no I'd wanted a baby since I was about 27 Mm -hmm. and I'd been going out with these idiot guys you know Mm -hmm. I was just like what am I doing like I wanted babies but I was going out with these fucking arseholes basically yeah no offence dudes (laughs) um I nearly had a child. I had a miscarriage at 27 and I was with a guy who I thought I probably could marry. He was a really kind of boring like dude, but mm. very supportive. And then after I had the miscarriage, I was a bit like, get out quick. You don't want a baby with a suit. Mm. And then I sort of spent... How five, many weeks in was the miscarriage? Um, I don't know because I didn't know I was pregnant. So right. it couldn't have been long because um, I would have noticed if I hadn't gone my period probably after about six weeks. Yeah. Just a very, very heavy, painful, painful period. And then did a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. So yeah. went to the doctors the next day and then they said, no, no, you're not pregnant anymore. So Yeah. But it wasn't traumatic for me because it was just like, oh, oh, all right then. But it more gave you that mindset of like, this isn't the right Not person. the right dude, but I do yeah. want to get pregnant. And then, yeah, then when I met Tim, I was he was so stable. Mm. So I thought, um, you know, or like so such a lovely family man and like the way he spoke about his sisters and the respect he had for other human beings I was just like this guy's the one and I said to him about six months into going out with him I was like chatting to Katie Mitchell about um I really want a baby I really want a baby like my drive to have a baby was so strong by then I was like it was literally like just get me pregnant someone get me pregnant (laughs) I was actually thinking about just getting pregnant you know and just having a child because I just knew I wanted one um, and then he, I said to him, it's going to have to be really soon. And he was just a bit like, whoa. And then he was like, no, I'm ready. I yeah. want kids. So we just got pregnant quite quickly. Maybe yeah. a year we knew each other. Yeah. I, that just reminded me, I, I saw a panel that you did at Soho once with a few other oh, women about like being mothers in the arts or something. Oh, yeah, probably. I've done quite Sophie a lot of Sophie Haywood and... Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. I just remember that being really interesting of it being a... Was like, I pregnant or was no, I? I think it was child? Bef- no, I think it was before all that. I think it was around... It couldn't have been, it couldn't have been yeah. me then. No, you were... I was right. just like that. No, I'm not a mother. I do work in the arts, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a mother. Um, yeah. uh, what, what else? Tell me. Have you got a question? I want to touch um, your bump when it happens. Uh, yes. Well, that's, I, right now, I can't tell if it's happening or I'm just not sucking my stomach in anymore. I know. How, uh, I basically look pregnant now. <clears throat> we just came from a friend who had a female dog who is just going into heat and the dog went and laid on Hannah's Aww. belly. She was, it was like she was really protective of me. She just came that over and really, just really, really, really sweet. Yeah. I love that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that was actually one of the best things about pregnancy and birth is that pri- is feeling very primal. Yeah. And when you don't spend your life in a primal state, like you guys are probably a bit more 
connected to the earth and probably because you're not eating meat and stuff. I mean, I murder things all the, eat them all the time. So I'm like, I'm. Carl's just waiting for placenta. Anti gross. Oh. Yeah, just a minute. No, no, no. I literally cannot wait for that. Um, and what, you're going to eat her placenta? <coughs> can't I? Am I why not would you, you can't, can't, can't eat that? No, but isn't the father allowed to? <laughs> I mean, sure, but like, why? What? <laughs> you okay? Because I would like to. Come here, please. No, we have to. Come here. You talk about... But yeah, the, I guess that the idea of like not being yeah. an animal. Yeah. Hi, Frank. Yeah? Are you an animal? Frank's saying hello. You want a biscuit? You get whatever you want today because it's Saturday. And also... All right. What do you think we're doing? Do you want to say hello to the people at home? No. All right, I cool. I want to eat a biscuit. No, I just want some McVitie <laughs> to get back to Despicable Me. Um, oh, and I had being the vegan thing. There's not many of those things that you can't eat. You know how you do pasteurized mm. and all oh, that. Yeah. I had vegan blue cheese last week, <gasps> and I was suddenly like, I, I ate it, and then I was like, Oh, you're not supposed to eat normal blue cheese, and I have no idea what's in the vegan one because I hadn't I think thought it's to coconuts and smell. <laughs> does it? Does it taste nice? It does actually. Yeah, it tastes very blue cheesy. Does it? Mm. See, man, I know I have... I say this to you every time I say it. I know I have to be a vegan. I know, well, Frank's practically a vegan. He doesn't drink milk. He doesn't like cheese. He won't eat meat. Yeah. He very rarely will eat some fish. Loves butter, though. Couldn't yeah. get him off the butter. But, yeah, I think his, I think his body's just gone like, no, we don't eat those things in, as new children of the world. <laughs> I'm totally... I'm still off green food. I hate it at the moment. Oh, I don't want to eat broccoli I can't even look or at, I, I, kale. I, or, I, cooked, yeah, I cooked quite a green-heavy breakfast the other oh, day oh no because you need that oh, you're the, eating the kiwi, multi, so that's a lie the multivitamins i'm taking are kale based so yeah. i figured maybe i'm getting it mm. through them because i the funny bit's gonna be out. the next thing that's gonna happen is your scan or have you, you've obviously already had scans. we've had two little scans but then on the 9th of december got another one so it's like it's your last christmas without a baby yeah uh, yeah so that oh means my God. last christmas well i'll get loads of presents yeah well when they're babies at christmas nothing happens no, that's true. Your mum must be excited. Yeah, she is. It's something that <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. We never really kind of until we did this show that we made together. We've never talked about grandparents or me oh, having wow. babies ever. It was like it was a thing I wanted to talk about in the show, but um, I was I didn't even bring it up because I was scared because we just never talked about it. Why not? Because I made me feel not like a child anymore. I think. Which I know, obviously, I'm not. I'm um, like 50 years old. <laughs> hey, 39. Um, but yeah, it's just a thing we've never talked, like we never really talked about sex or anything like that either. That's so completely alien to me. Um, so yeah, she brought it up and we started talking about the idea of me having a baby and grandchildren and things for the first time. And I do wonder if that also kind of opened things up to, the, yeah, maybe. to it happening. Yeah, maybe. That, you know, I, I believe in that stuff but yeah. then now she can't she couldn't stop talking about it after we started talking about yeah, it she's probably super excited and now she's excited and my and my dad as well i think he's he's really been a grandfather in waiting for yeah. a long time like oh. he's he, he, again not openly not kind of desperately but he'll be so good at it because he knows so but you're much. so yeah. far away i know so he'll be skyping and visits which is a but you know which is a which is in a way a sad part about it but you know we might yeah, we, we, we visit. I know it sounds horrible, but it's a shame it isn't the other way around. My parents are like pretty crap, 
Uh, <laughs> I, no, what, I, I mean, not, my parents are lovely, but yeah. you know, they're definitely. I think your parents are much more grandparenty. Mm. Whereas, like, yeah, you know, my mum my, my was really nicely surprised. We, when told, we told them, them a couple of uh, days ago. My dad was excited for three to five seconds and asked me what button he has to press on his phone to turn it off. Um, so, wow. <laughs> you know, cool. they're, they're much more old school sort of yeah. parents. But, yeah. um, but I, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not sort of the hand... I, I can't imagine being like, can you look after the child for a night to my parents? Oh, we'll no, find out. We'll that's see. a shame. Uh, Have you got siblings? I've got an older brother who lives up north. Has uh, he got children? He's got three. Okay, so that's not their first time. No, no, no. Either, which but can just, be a bit yeah, like disappointing. Just... You look. Go to my. I went to my mum. I'm pregnant. She was like, "Oh, another one." Right. My sister's got four, five. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. No, I just they just even like they were never like the most parenty parents. Yeah, They've yeah. always just been like old school kids that do their thing. We do our things. So. Well, yeah. Like I remember, age two and a half, my dad used to take me onto the front step and teach me philosophy, and I remember it because I'd go. Oh, not philosophy. And he'd what, talk how to old? me. Two and a half. Being a little a little girl. And he would talk to me about big ideas and It's mad. But yeah, the thing I remember about it was going, Oh no, not again. I do think that was about the age when I became cleverer than my dad though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got those options. <laughs> no, they're gonna be lovely. <laughs> they are, my parents are very nice. Yeah, and I, your I mum's really like excited. She, I dig them out a bit, mate. I, I, yeah, they do. I they inspire most of my shows. <laughs> yeah, because I'm dealing with it in adulthood. They probably will have the baby. You might not want to leave them a bit. I don't think they can be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have a, any questions? I think I did, but I've forgotten them because we've just been chatting. He usually asks if there's things that you should. Oh yeah, do. I mean, <laughs> what's advice for? Is there anything I can do? I think you guys this should, time should hit my birth. Like, I think it's a lovely well, I mean, thing to right do. That's right up my street. I love meditation yeah. and all that. Yes, mate. Can I have another biscuit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way you walk, you walk like such a geezer. You right, <laughs> goose? Look fine. There you go. That one's a bit soggy. Oh, you're covered in stuff, aren't you? Covered great, in stuff. Great Saturday. Classic rich tea as well. That is a... That's our favourite biscuit. Really? That yeah, is... it's just not like giving him like a really sugary Exactly, that's what biscuit, I mean. It's the yeah. most plain of biscuits. It's like some milk. In a minute, little while, I'll get you some milk, okay? Oh, pardon me. You want it in your cup? Okie dokie. Demanding. <laughs> How about a please? Thank <laughs> you. Go. Got a please. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, I suppose that, in the terms of hitting my brother, I'm well up for that sort of meditation. There's lots of nice yeah. things for the guy, because I think they can, it can feel a bit spare party. Yeah. And it's actually quite, I think it's much more scary for the bloke, because you're in your normal, I remember Tim being like, afterwards, like, God, that was really, really horrible to watch, because yeah. even though I was completely fine, in a minute, please, I've come across as the worst mother. <laughs> <laughs> and She's a good mother. She's a good get, mother. Get that great for me there, and you can sip it from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pass me your cup. Yeah, good idea. Well done, Frank. All these things are good for your physio. Bless him. Wibbly wobbly. Um, yeah, so I think Tim, I remember Tim saying like, all oh, your veins came and popped out in your chest and your face looked so scary. Yeah. And I think he, you know, the next day he was a bit like, glad that the baby was here, but a bit like, you're a bit weird. You're like a monster. <laughs> you know, he was like, that was unreal. He was yeah. super proud of me and really 
complimentary, but it was also a bit like, whoa, that was so intense. Yeah. Well, and I don't remember you, any of it, you know. Well, yeah, you feel, I mean, I know the last few days you saw, when you felt sick yesterday, I felt like there's literally nothing I can do. Because yeah. it's not an illness that I can't be like, right, I'm going to go down and get you some Sudafed or something. No, but I mean, being super just... handy like that, Tim was a bit rubbish at being like, okay, can you just go and get me like something from the shop? And he'd be like, oh, you'd be like, do n- never yeah. ever say ah oh, to me. Like, just go and get the thing. Yeah. I'm not being unreasonable, I'm literally just carrying our child. So that was something just do. Yeah, and I think hypnobirthing gives you lots of things to do. And then I think once the baby's there, my tendency anyway was to be like, no, don't worry, I'll do it, Tim, all the time. Yeah. And actually what I should have done is, please take this baby away so I can sleep for two hours. Like, sleeping is so integral yeah. to being mentally well and being emotionally well. So just lots of going, like, remember that you wanted to... Remember that I need to take the baby for just for two hours just to sleep. Because your instinct is like, no, don't take him, I want him on me. Yeah. But actually, you need that, like, little bit of rest. Yeah. That's, cool. that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, any, other, any other business? No, I think I think I feel like I've covered lots of things. Yeah, and I've got things to think about. Mm. And think, new things. I can't wait till you can feel me. it move. Yeah. That was my favourite bit. And you need to text me the day that happens. Okay. I will, I promise. <laughs> and, um, next episode, we can update people on your Kiwi count of the week. Sure. Yeah, I had some gold ones this week as well, not just plain old green. <laughs> mm. Anyway, thank you so much, Bryony. Pleasure. And we'll all give the attention to Frank now. Yeah. Yes, Frank. Bye. What's up, mate? Thanks for listening. Yes, you play with me. Of course you can. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there? Would you rather not? Yeah, no, no, no. I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.